What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Bonus Room. Yep. yep. I'm here with my brother, Mr. Santi El Monte. <laughs> What's going on, you guys? How, how we living? Living good. We living good. You know, uh, it just took me a couple days to get over that clipper loss because we moving oh, on man. to bigger and better things. <laughs> Someone's hung over. Guess who's back? It, I feel like this guy never leaves. I think he just sits and squats in the Bonus Room because he's here this again. He's about to pay rent. That's what he's going to do. Yeah, it's your boy, Mr. Time Flies in the building once again. Dariel, a.k.a., like I said, Mr. Time Flies, I'm in the building. Uh, thank you guys for having me again, and uh, I'm excited for this one as well. Yeah, man. Uh, thank you for coming again. You know, I'm glad you clean up after yourself and you've been folding the sheets <laughs> and you've been you, keeping the bonus room nice and clean. And I try. I'll give you the money the first of the month. All right, man. Well, that's coming up very soon. But we also have another appearance from our guest, Gev. Yo, yo, yo. How y'all doing today? What's up, Kev? Glad to have you back. And since we have both of them back, guess what we're discussing today? We are discussing television shows that are available right now on one of the major streaming services that we feel like you should definitely watch while you have some free time. So, you know, it's here with your boy Steffi and Santi and Kev and Time Flies. So we're going to start it off, man. We're going to start off with this show on Netflix that was recently released on Netflix, right? Because it didn't start on Netflix. I think it started on YouTube. Correct. Yeah, it started on YouTube, yeah. Yes. And that show is Cobra Kai. I <laughs> <laughs> love it, man. That was that great. Was that was good. Hey, man. What? <laughs> Just a <to> take. <laughs> That was good. Yeah. That, sounded, that sounded like a martial arts thing. <laughs> so we're going to start off with Cobra Kai, man. As you guys may or may not know, it is a continuation of the classic film Karate Kid with Daniel LaRusso and what's the other guy's name? I don't even know his name. Uh, John, Johnny Lawrence. Johnny yes, Lawrence. Right. Johnny that Lawrence. Is Lawrence. And this was actually Gev's pick. So, Gev, tell us, why Cobra Kai? Man, uh... <laughs> Well, uh, it's just one being a part of the Cobra Kai back in the '80s seemed pretty badass, if you ask me. Strike I definitely first. would want one of those jackets with the strike hard with the Cobra on no it. No mercy. Hey, hey, there you go. Sorry, um, but just <laughs> it, it, just it, it's a cool show. It kind of follows the aftermath of the of what you know the 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 backstory of all of these characters and um you know and not only that it was all filmed in the san fernando valley which anyone who's an la native you know it's how cool is that that a lot of the filming even in the the 80s of the original ones were all filmed and they kind of still kept that close at heart with the yeah. with the with even this show yeah that that's one of the things i noticed right off the bat is that it's mainly filmed in the valley or like it's centered around the, the san fernando valley and knowing you that you're from the valley and i know you kind of yep. rep the valley hard Burbank. so it's like oh no wonder gev chose this <laughs> um another thing that stood out to me about the show is that i have actually never seen karate kid i've yeah, heard about blas- it that's blasphemous bro. That is, i don't i don't, I don't know easy. yeah of course okay it's thank god how are, you, how are you not gonna put your brother on i don't know one man. of the best movies I of just, all time bro just, it never came across like anything of mine i mean I, i've seen the references to it in numerous films and television shows you know about yeah. the mr miyagi of course, you know of course. i i kind of understand i saw the remake with uh jaden which, uh, yeah, which was pretty trash um but 
I didn't need to. The show does a very good job of kind of um, giving you a summary of what goes on. With yeah. like Especially those clips of uh, the flashbacks. I yeah. thought was really yeah. great. Yeah. Great yeah. clips. It, uh, it, it's actually making me want to watch the film because I feel like I would have a deeper understanding for yeah. the characters if I did uh, watch it. So that's like one of the things I really liked about it. And it's very, um, yeah, it's a very interesting story. I, I went through the entire first season in two days. So, and I love that it's only 30 minute episodes. Yeah, great. Yeah, you could bang them out real fast. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and, and, uh, even the, the, the music. I mean, oh, I, think yeah, there was the music. A, I think there was a scene where, um, Johnny Lawrence's character says, like, go listen to some Guns N' Roses. And it's like, what's Guns, what's <laughs> yeah. Guns yeah. N' Roses? Because the generation of, you know, kids, uh, don't really know, like, these eight, you know, 80s right. rock bands. Yeah, so no. I thought they did a really good job, you know, with, with, that in reference to like the 80s music yeah. and there was that scene um where uh daniel larusso and johnny lawrence they're in the car they're in the charger oh and yeah, he's like, yeah, uh, yeah. So, he's you know ario speedwagon yeah, he's like yeah. what man doesn't listen to ario and he started vibing out in the car scene. like yeah. how right, cool right, right. it's just it's you know that reference to like just good music that you know, the 80s. Yeah. Never. They, yeah. They do a good job of balancing, like like you said, the 80s, but also current times with like the technology of today's world with the whole Facebook and yeah. ba- dating apps. They do a really good job balancing the two different worlds and the two different times. So, yeah, no, if you're if you're an 80s, if you're a fan of 80s culture like myself and I believe all of us are, it's a good show for that, you know, so it. it it almost feels like an 80s show, but it's like in c- contemporary time. Yeah. And I just think with the characters and with the storyline i just i really i really enjoyed it thus far yeah i love it gev i just finished the first season like two hours ago so i was super impressed i got so into it that i looked up the filming locations and everything so correction it is not filmed in la only technically technically the only place that's filmed in la is a receipt apartment where they live Mm. but the strip mall where the the dojo is yeah um the house, the school, everything's filmed in Atlanta. And I was really? like, oh, I was like, wow, this is crazy. Less taxes. Less taxes, and it makes true, sense. Everything, Everything's filmed in Atlanta. But a lot of the scenes where they're driving down the street and the billboard, that's all L.A. because they show Burbank Boulevard and stuff. So um, I got super into the show, man, and I love the acting. I think the acting's really good. I think the daughter is great. Um, I don't want to give too much away because – the sun and it's just it's just a great storyline it's a lot like of a family flip. drama yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It, 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 a lot of family it really drama. gets you on your uh, feet like what's gonna happen next like things yeah. are going great one moment and it just like it just yeah the cliffhangers of each episode are really like good. a sack of suds you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just the intro how it's like it's so something cool and then it says cobra kai and then it goes into the show like it's it's such a great show and i really like i haven't seen a for a 30 minute show to me, reminds me of Entourage because Entourage was super short, and I just remember at the end of Entourage, I just wanted more, and I want more Cobra Kai. So I'm like, I love how I could just binge it, you know. So good yeah, job, man. Yeah, man. Uh, I really like half hour shows just because, like, if you need an entire hour for a whole segment of a sh- like for a show, it's just man. Sometimes it just feels long. Like whenever yeah. I'm watching like hour long shows, it's just like it feels like it's forever, and that's why I'm kind of. I'm not drawn to them. I'm drawn to like half hour shows because I could bang out like one episode if I really have time, two episodes. And, you know, and I'm, I, I, I got a, a good amount of the plot done. The, the good thing about those two is like, let's okay, you start off watching one episode. And you're like, okay, I want to I watch another one. That's two episodes. Okay, I want to watch another one. That's three episodes. And then when you feel like you're done for the day, you're like, ah, if I watch one more episode, it's only like 30 minutes. I yeah. can watch another episode. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. always happens with me, especially when I was rewatching Cobra Kai. Like, I just, I banged out like four and like, 
yeah. a few hours and yeah. I'm already a karate kid nut. I was talking to Gev before we started. I'm a karate kid nut and one of the things I love about the show is that I like how they continue the story of the uh, of the original trilogy, but they don't make it corny. They make it seem like it's a seamless transition into cur- into current day. And yeah, I just the whole Daniel LaRusso, Johnny Lawrence, the whole rivalry and the, how they flip it cuz obviously since the first movie everyone thinks that that Daniel was getting bullied by Johnny, but in the show one of the first episodes in the first season, they make it seem that Johnny was actually the one getting bullied by Daniel. And it's like, I never really thought about that. And then when he pointed out the facts, I'm like, oh, shit, you know what? Like, this kind of like, it really okay. Gets you makes thinking, you think, right? gets you thinking, yeah. Trip, right? It's fucking amazing, man. I love that show. And like, any anything Karate Kid related, I'm always in it. Except for Karate Kid Part 3 and the next Karate Kid with Hillary Swank. I'm sorry to say. But <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I'm not going to lie. The, the Hillary Swank one was no, not. No, stop it, Gev. It stop really it. wasn't that stop it. bad. No, I mean, stop it. Stop it. He just likes looking at her. That's I all. I mean, I thought Hillary Swank <laughs> was pretty hot in that. Uh, she's gorgeous. That, you know, she was. And she's just, I mean, she just like, she just kicks ass, you know. Oh, and I thought that was pretty, pretty cool. So and, I mean, she's got an owl. What is she, like a little owl that she like sneaks food to yeah. like at the, you know, the school. The high school, yeah. Uh, I mean, and it's got you know, it's got Mr. It's got of course Mr. Miyagi, Miyagi, the OG, you know, but like, it's not it's not Danielson, man. I, I need Danielson, man. And then part three, I was talking to Gev too before this, like, yo, man, Santi, you saw part three of a Karate Kid? The yeah, the original a three long movies. time ago, bro. right? You haven't seen it recently. I don't think that's the, that's the best one. To me, the best is like one and two. You know, like yes. number three is not. Yo, part three is so bad. It's like, bad, bro. Bad writing. I was telling Gav, bad writing. The love interest is not great. It's very confusing if they're actually love interests or if she's just a homie. Like, mm-hmm. they do a really bad job with just a lot of things. The relationship between Mr. Miyagi and Daniel son is not it's not the same as part one and two. But, like, it was a money grab. And I think I saw yeah. Ralph Macho have an interview about it. And he said basically it was a money grab. But, um, Cause but it was at, at, at the end of the decade. Because they needed to grab that before, like the Karate Kid phase d- was dying down. Yeah, I think so. I think so, they released yeah. in '89, I believe. That was the last one. I think so. I think Around you're right. Part three, right yeah. Ninety, yes. Yeah, because yeah, so Karate Kid was maybe like eighty-two, 80, eighty-three. I believe. I want to say eighty-four. Eighty-four. I want to say okay, eighty-four. Cool. Yeah, I, I want to say eighty-four. 84 and the second one was what eighty-six. Eighty-six. 86 yeah. And the last one was eighty-nine. Eighty-nine. So yeah, they yeah. took that gap, so they needed literally that money at the end of the decade to catch yeah. that generation. But, but man, yeah. it was just a good show, man. It's great. I recommend it a hundred percent. Um, man, though, even the even the like the shirts they're they're rocking. I'm like, man, I'm gonna try to find one. It looks it, hard. I'm sure Hot Topic has some some Cobra Kai stuff. I want a piece of prize. <laughs> oh, that, uh, man, I definitely yeah. would love to uh to get uh, a pair yeah. of some. But the ending of season one, because I just saw it, like two hours ago, I was I was like shocked. I was like, oh my god, they did not just do this <laughs> for the ending of season one. I was like, I can't wait for season two. You know, yeah. And season three drops what next year, 2021. Yeah, 2021. So. That's they're, awesome, and you could tell you could tell that they're trying to bring. If you've seen the, if you've seen the whole show, you know the ending of season one. They're trying to. I I could tell that they're trying to bring back the original characters from the original trilogy movie. And I was telling Gev this. They have a trailer, like a really small teaser trailer for season three in 2021, and there's a voiceover of a particular character. I'm not gonna give it away, but me and my me and my brother, because me and my brother are big Karate Kid nuts, and it's a character from part two, and dude, like. I'm I'm fucking I'm stoked, bro. I'm stoked. I'm really excited to see who they who they bring back and how they bring them back. Uh, no, I think uh, you know you're right. You learn to like really love these, ca- yeah. you know, like the the, the characters. They're, you know, they're very likable. And uh, and about bullying and like how they use social media as like a yeah. tool for bullying, which it it kind of makes sense because it's like the height of things now. Like I yeah. Mean, yeah, you know, like back when I was getting bullied, luckily they didn't have smartphones. 
They yeah. had like the crappy razor, so it didn't really hit the media <laughs> quick. Yeah, but now because of everyone, you know, like and it, it, I, do, yeah. I think they did a really good job incorporating that. So it, it yeah, I mean, I feel like since we're older and like you know our high school and middle school days are behind us, um, it's interesting getting a little bit of a an insight into what life like is now for teenagers. Yeah, you know, because I I feel like at least for me anyway, social media was kind of becoming a thing when I was in high school, but like. The way you, the way you can instantly share something now—that's like an embarrassing moment. How you can just upload it to like right social away, media instant. and it's there within like less than a minute, and how that can have, and people can comment and like it and like have an opinion about these things. Like that's yeah. very that's crazy. So like, I've always wondered like how these kids kind of deal with that, you know? And and this show kind of gives you a little brief insight of what it is <laughs> to be living in yeah. like this age of social media as a teenager, where teenagers are kind of just mean because they're all insecure and. They're all just, they don't know what's going on with themselves, but yeah. it was a good show. The only character I didn't like uh, was Homeboy's son. Um, Johnny Lawrence's son? Johnny oh. Lawrence's Robbie? son, yeah. You don't like him? I don't know. He's a little punk bitch, honestly. And like, no. mm. I, I think, uh, uh, well, H- his, his storyline to me was the only one that I feel like writers were the laziest on. Mm. And then you can have, when you watch it, you can have your own opinion on it. I just feel like everyone else's character development is very interesting and very... Uh, gravitating, but his is kind of just like, uh, like I don't know. It's typical because like, look at his mom didn't have a no dad. So, but we haven't seen season two yet. Yeah, so I haven't seen season so two, so I don't saying. know what's gonna happen. So I hope he develops, and because I think he had the less, sc- the least screen time, and so yeah. I think he still has a lot, a lot to develop into. Yeah, so and I'm sure they do. It's just to me, he was a character that was kind of whack to me. But do you know who I love though? I love uh, Dimitri, one of the friends who's like. Oh my uh, god, the he, tall, lanky, yeah, fucking! He, I hate that he's kid, man. So funny, the stuff he says, oh like god. it's just like his comebacks, what he, how he thinks. He's a nerd, and it's just the biggest nerd. But I like how he's in the because I was on the gym. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I was definitely not the like biggest that. virgin. You know, um, couldn't figure out how to get the girl. <laughs> Why are you saying blasphemy? Come, come on now. But anyways, no, he was in the gym. He's saying like, he's our boss. We pay him. That's he right, right, right. That was like it's so true. It's and true. It's like yeah. crazy. And then I. I love how they're taking the test things like uh he was saying i just saw like two hours it's like i'm in the long i'm in the long game i gotta do well on this test oh, yeah. go into a good school then get a good internship get a good job and then make some money and finally i can have a hot girlfriend he's like i'm in the long game i was like it's so funny how kids think of it like now i'm like damn i wasn't even thinking like that i was just thinking about like the next girl i'm gonna like right, talk to right, her kids. Right. But he's like thinking so like forward and i just i just i think he's the funniest he's annoying but he's super so funny. Oh, you'll, you'll love him in the second season. Yeah. I hope he you'll grows. You'll love him. You're gonna. Lo- you're the second season. The first season obviously grabs you. The yeah. second season, you kind of get a little bit more in depth, and that's when it's just it's it's like the stock market right now. It's up down up Bata, down yeah. up down. It's this 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 the, the second season really just you takes know, off. It just it, it does. hits you. It you does. Know? Robbie gets. Robbie gets more screen time. I, he's actually my least favorite character as well. well he gets more screen time, Good. but he gets more character development. So just to give you a heads okay. up yeah, yeah, for the second definitely. season. You, I you just learn a lot about him. I just did not like the bully. I think, why are, we, why are they afraid of that bully? Oh, and yeah, then his yeah, yeah. best Asian friend kid? is that fat, redhead kid. I'm just like, if I was in high school, I would be afraid of these guys. Nah, but I see why they made the bullies look the way they do. Like, little, like it's not the original white bully with blonde hair or something like that but i was just like i, 
are they really that scary? Like, come on, you know? So that was Wait, the kids that Miguel beats up? Uh, yeah, the bully, the Asian dude, and he's fat. Yeah, yeah, Really, like, I wouldn't be scared. Of th- I wouldn't be scared of these guys for yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, but we know? went. We we didn't go to schools like that. You know what I mean? Like, we no. Were, well, I, I well, you know, I was I was at a very diverse school. There's a lot of Asian. I kids, mean, you gl- know, but I I did too. But like, I just feel like we weren't those kids. Like mm. you know, we weren't the losers. You know, didn't talk to no true, girls. True. You know, didn't. I mean, I, I'm only speaking for myself. <laughs> Wait, why are you looking at me right now, bro? Why are you looking at me? Nah, no. Me back in the day, I was a savage. <laughs> nah, not at all. No, no. Nah, I'm just kidding around. But so, were, were people afraid of you back in the day? Or is uh, you're like, so Wait, what? <laughs> what are you saying? Were, were people afraid of you back in the day since you're so nah, tall? Nah, nah, nah. I was, I was the jock, but I was, I, was a fr- I was friendly with all the groups. The nerds. Okay, cool. the, yeah. The so you were the, you yeah, were that same guy. Here. Yeah, yeah. I was you cool with everyone. Yeah, I was in I was in my sophomore year of high school. I joined the track and field team, and I was with the Distance Uh-oh. squad and like, like, and if anyone from that team is listening right now, like, no, I I loved you guys. You guys were the most fun I've <laughs> ever had. Like in the team, shout sport. out. But they were the nerds. They were like the geeks. They were kind of nerdy. You know, they were they were definitely about their academics and like, um, they were kind of skinny and lengthy like that because <laughs> it was so different. Because I also played football, who were like the jocks, who were kind of dumb. You know, like the stereotype Tough. of them kind of be dumb. Like tough, you know, big egos. Because I had a big ego. You know, if you're if you play on a football team, you have a big yeah, ego. And so having that that difference was very experiencing both of them was very interesting. I really appreciate the track team just because like they're so genuine and everything. They're very, they have their own kind of sense of humor and it reminded me a lot of those group of kids in Cobra Kai because that's exactly how they are. You know, they're thinking about college, they're thinking about SATs, they're not thinking about parties or girls because they're never invited to any of those things. Like they don't go out and drink, they don't go out and do drugs. I was the one coming on Monday to practice, telling them about what I did that weekend, how I partied and DJed and did drugs and um, drank alcohol. And they're like, "Wow, like you did all that!" Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like so wow, cool. You, you didn't like, uh, you know. why didn't you invite me, Stan? <laughs> yeah. You nah, didn't play sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't play sorry. So that's it was. Funny. So I could I could definitely relate to those kids a lot because that's kind of how they were. And you know, they just they. But track to them was like their sense of confidence because something they were really good at. Of course, they would kill me on the on the on the track. Like they were all faster than me. They were all had more experience. I was learning from them, but it was really cool. So I understand those types of kids, and those types of kids are cool. All they need is just to find a way to have confidence. Isn't it funny how stuff like that in high school, like after you graduate high school, you're like, none of that shit matters. Doesn't doesn't none of that shit matters. Doesn't mean a damn thing. None of that matters. The prom king, the cool people, like none of that shit matters, bro. Yeah, I was prom king. Uh, That shit's got me nowhere. Okay, I'm sorry. My bad. (laughs) You lit, boy. I was nominated. I didn't win, but (laughs) I was nominated at least. No, no, no. (laughs) But Santi, what about you? Um, no, I just, I love the show, man. I think it's so funny. You know, the two girls, uh, those no two dog, were you prom king or were you not? What's up? Were nah, you? No, 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 no. My high school was up and down. So I would definitely <laughs> was not prom, prom king. <laughs> up and down. I'm My crying. high school was uh, kind of crazy. But anyways, no, the two girls, uh, they remind me of mean girls. Uh, did you guys get that? Fa- like, they oh make yeah. Them look yes. Like mean yes. girls, the blonde one that got her, you know, panties. Oh, that, I don't want to give too much oh, away. Oh, you're talking about those, those girls. The, the yeah, yeah, 100%. But, but I like that, the other one because she moon. like... Uh, moon. Yeah. The one yeah, with like lips character. The one yeah. that yeah. likes Hawk. Yeah, she yeah, yeah. She puts yeah. him on check. Exactly, you know? yeah. And like you could tell like she comes yeah. to her senses like, hey, I'm not going to be like a bratty, you know, yeah. um, the typical valley girl. You right, know? Yes, right, right, right. So I thought that was really cool because I was like, you know, like, wow, that's cool. Like, yeah. Valley girls can change, you know, like there is hope <laughs> in the valley. No, but that's interesting because if this show 
okay, I guess I want to say Karate Kid in the movie in the 80s, I feel like those typ- typical Valley Girls, Moon, I feel like she wouldn't try to like stand out. She wouldn't try to do the right thing. Agreed. She'd be like, I'm just around my friends. Let me just do what my friends are doing. Let me pick on this girl. But now in today's world, I feel like kids and young adults, they're like conscious of what's going on and they're conscious of what's wrong. Like they know, they know what they're doing, putting up, putting up stuff on social media and stuff. But I mean, at the same time, they kind of, I guess, have a conscience, I guess is the right thing to say. But that's an interesting, that's an interesting part of the show. I well. love the cameo from uh, Borat, the the big fat guy. Did you guys catch that? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, actually, yeah, yeah. Uh, he has a I, character. They even yeah. mentioned Armenian uh, in, like, the one that first, the second, because uh, really? he's the, the, land, like, the character. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's yeah, a landlord, The, right? the landlord of the strip mall. Is he Armenian? Is he Armenian? He's, Armenian. Okay, yeah, he's, yeah. Uh, he's an Armenian guy, actually. <laughs> oh, I've yeah, seen yeah. him several times uh, around here in Burbank, Glendale. Oh, you see him? Okay, cool. And it's funny because he's the landlord. Yeah, in the show, he's yeah. the owner of the property, and he's like the character he portrays, and I'm like, that's so Armenian. Like, <laughs> oh he's jacking God. up the rent, yeah, you know. Of course, like, <laughs> yeah. that was fun. The valley's getting expensive, man. Yeah. <laughs> in yeah, in, in uh, was it Encino or Reseda? Reseda, Reseda, yeah, Reseda. Yeah. Mall, yeah, but yeah. The high school's in Encino, yeah, because like Hills. Encino's and like more of the high. That's where Larusso's character lives, you know. Yeah. Encino's yeah. like the more rich, the, the, the. The glamorous and Rosita is like you know. It's yeah. funny because in Get Karate up. Kid, in the first Karate Kid, Johnny Lawrence lived in the hills in Encino, and yeah. Encino, yeah, and then flipped. Daniel Larusso lived in Rosita. So now he, it's flipped. He came from Jersey and yeah. moved into the apartments into Rosita, which was like a shithole. And then it, it so it flipped. So I like yeah. everything's flipped. Like that's what I'm saying with the kids. Yeah. The it's just it's. Man, these guys are just so smart. How they just flip it's, the it's, script. It's great. Know? It's great writing, and that's where everything starts. Is the writing, yeah, yeah. And you know, of course, and everything like the the of course the characters and, um, you know, because like I was as I were I was speaking earlier, uh, with Daryl, um, regarding like sometimes they do like all these reboots and it's like a little bit cheesy. Sucks. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, you know, you, you do it just for the views because. Really, oh, it's yeah, just yeah. you know the more views, the more money you make. It's money grab, yeah. But it's not yeah. really genuine or authentic, and I and that because I was kind of skeptical with Cobra Kai at first. I'm like, it's gonna be like a typical like Beverly Hills 90210 reboot, or yeah. like you know, say if they do Save by the Bell or whatever. And but it actually being, it actually it it raised the bar. It, it really, really did. did raise, yeah. It raised the bar. In my opinion, it really did. Know. I liked it. Um, what, what quick, Santi, you were yeah. talking about the, the scene with the bullies, the Asian, right, and the fat white boy with the yeah, curly hair yeah. or whatever. That scene where Miguel sticks up to them and he whoops their ass in the lunchroom. Oh, man. Amazing. I yeah. love so that scene, bro. Pretty crazy. Love that scene. No mercy. And he, just, he takes, like, the, the lunch, uh, whatever. What's that called? Where they put, uh, tray? The yes, tray? the lunch tray. And he just whips them across their face. Amazing scene. I love that scene. Even Aisha is a is an interesting character. Oh, oh, you know, yes. Because she's like the number two into Cobra Kai. Yeah. And her dad's like this super yeah. famous football player. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like, and, and the friendship between her friend. And so I think, I think, man, it's, a, it's just great. They're hitting every, every section of today's like high school, like what kids go through, you know, and the, the, every ethnicity's in there represented. So I think it's, man, it's great, man. So we can't wait for season two. Um, they even you know what's so funny at the first episode, they have my dad's Pontiac Fiber. That's the dad. Uh, that's the car my dad has. It's in Fresno. It's blue though. So I thought it was super funny. He was driving a whoa, Pontiac whoa, Fiber. Your Firebird. dad has a Firebird. Yeah, he has yeah. a 1984 Pontiac Firebird. It's in Fresno, parked, collecting dust, collecting. And we're trying to like. Why isn't it? Da- f- why isn't it Fresno? 
because right. my dad parked it there, we're just gonna like we're gonna rebuild the engine and all that. That so is so cool, bro. I know. Why, why are you just now telling me this, bro? We've been there for sixteen years. Sixteen years. What's the tickets looking like? The parking tickets? No, no, it's no, no, it's, no, no, on, it's, it's on, on our farm. property. It's on a farm. So oh, like okay. I was like, wait, know. what? You guys have it on the street? Like, yeah. I'm it's covered in leaves. Yeah. Or, uh, yeah. So we want to bring it down Yikes. and build it. So we've been talking about this for years, but we just need to really do it. So I think pretty soon we're going to have to just bring it down and just rebuild the whole car. But it's a beautiful blue. And it's so funny because I tell Stefan, yo, that's our dad's car right there. And it sucked how like, that's what happened. Yeah, that's that's like 80s, a man. typical essential 80s car right there. Yeah. Oh, dude, that is awesome. You just got kudo points in my book. <laughs> yeah. It's super dope. Mark it down. Yeah. Um, The love triangle is a little interesting at the end. Um. Kind of felt stupid, but it's only stupid to me because I'm an adult. But it makes so much sense in <laughs> high school because usually shit like that in high school, like it means the world to everyone. But um, now transitioning to another show about high schoolers. Here we go. <laughs> oh God. Here which we is go. like on the opposite side of the spectrum in terms of genre. <laughs> We're going to be talking about Daryl's oh. or Mr. Time Flies. Time pick. Flies. Yeah. Normal People, which is now on Hulu. Yes, sir. And, yeah, uh, yeah Daryl, tell us why. Yeah, okay. So I picked Normal People, um, Hulu. I uh, premiered, I believe, like end of middle of spring, beginning of summer, somewhere around that range. Um, if you listen to the other podcasts we did, we did our movies. We did a movie Films, podcast. Yeah. And the one I picked was Blue Valentine. And the reason why I picked Blue, Blue Valentine was because I'm very, very interested in the whole dynamic, specifically in relationships with people. I love seeing why people make specific decisions and based off of those decisions, I like to see how the rest of the relationship plays out, whether if, it, if they stick together, if they get a divorce, they break up or they fight through it. It's just very interesting to, to, to me how people just how, what, they, what their thought process is. So this show, Normal People, um, the two main characters, a uh, female, her name is Marianne and the male, his name is Connell. And I believe it, they're high schoolers. It starts off in high school in Ireland, I believe. And the way it starts off, it grabbed me right away. First of all, Connell, the main character, is a jock. And Marianne, she's not ugly. She's not the ugly I girl. I she's very pretty. She's very pretty. Super pretty. Looks like Anne Hathaway. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah good, like good really like pretty spot on. Yeah, she's not ugly. And she's not, I don't want to say she's awkward. She's just an outcast. Like she's very like blunt with people. Abrasive. Abrasive. Very smart. Very smart, very smart right? But she is on the outside. So Connell starts messing around with her because, uh, if I remember correctly, Connell's mother. No, I forgot. But I'm sorry. But Connell and Marianne, they start messing around. But Connell doesn't want any of his friends to know that they're messing around. And Connell is within the popular group. He's with all the other jocks, all the other pretty girls. So they start hooking up. But Connell tells Marianne that they, he doesn't want anyone to know. And this is what trips me out. Marianne agrees to it. She agrees to it. She's like, that's fine. We don't have to tell anyone. We can keep doing this. And then as the show progresses, you start seeing the uh, feelings develop, strong feelings. And then you also see some just crazy shit. You see, I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to have to spoil it a little bit. It's one of the episodes where Marianne is like in Norway and you see with the photographer. So Connell and Marianne, they're not together anymore. They're separated. Marianne, I think, goes to Norway for like some... Uh, work programs, uh, whatever, study abroad kind of thing. And she's like super, super depressed. And she believes that she doesn't deserve, she doesn't deserve anything. She meets a photographer and this photographer is doing some like really, really degrading shit. Like 
like tie like tie your wrist together and take photos of me and it's it, yo it it gets so deep and twisted that like I don't I couldn't I barely finished the episode I was like it was really hard to finish but wow. again but again in in comparison to the rest of the show you understand why Marianne believes this because all of her life she believed that she was nothing she believed that she didn't deserve this that she didn't deserve the attention from Connell. And that is what triggers me. That's what makes me interested in the show and the characters. And that's why I picked it. So that's why I'm very passionate about this stuff. I'm not going to let you talk, Steph, because whenever you talk, you're going to downplay the show. I'm you not. too, Santi. I'm, I'm going to keep talking. <laughs> I'm going to say how much I love it. And I will forever ride or die with normal people. Keep going. It, I'm just sitting here taking notes because <laughs> I have not seen it. So I'm taking notes. So I, I, My God. So I you know, if I do, you know, when I do watch it. I appreciate the support. It, it's two v two v two right now, guys. No, no, I didn't. I didn't say I didn't like the show. I actually like the show. It's what just, happened, it's happened? funny because, um, as you guys know, as you as you guys know, uh, from the first episode, Dario chose Blue Valentine, and he also he had a secondary choice that we didn't talk about that I actually did watch as well. It's called Like Like Crazy, Like Crazy, Big which facts. is about another couple that kind of goes through these issues and. And Dario then chose this show. And as I'm watching, I'm thinking, like, this is the first <laughs> thing that comes to my head. Um, yo, Dario wants a girl so bad. <laughs> he is yeah. thirsty. Haven't you seen Married with Children? Oh he wants, he wants a relationship. Yo, Al so Bundy if anyone is out when there. you get married. That show is. Uh, married with Children is kind of crazy. <laughs> For back in the day, with the things they say and they talk about and shit. Yo, so if anyone is out there, just know that Mr. Time Flies is in fact single and ready to mingle. Oh, my so God. And is bilingual. <laughs> That's a fact. That's a so, fact. Yo so, español. So, hey, yo. So come, come hit him up. Dominicano, dímelo. Come, come hit him up on Twitter and Instagram and, you nah, know, man. let him live out some of these uh, shows that he's watching and stuff. But, no, uh. I do like the show, um, especially when it gets towards the middle of the season, uh, when they go to university. Uh, I was an English major, so I, I I thought they did a really good job of representing what it's like to be an English major in like mm. those section classes where they're getting in deep into the literature. Because that's how it is. That's how it was at, at my college. Like we'd have lecture where you know that the professor just kind of talks about like the the story and and kind of gives us like these little outlines to think about to to form our own opinions and then we get into section where it's more uh with the ta and we have to go in detail of what we think of the story and what it's like um conveying and everything and uh i found it interesting connell how he said like how he didn't like how his classmates would come into class haven't reading the book but they would just try and spew the 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 biggest bullshit they've ever heard yeah. and he thinks they're fools and it's funny because i thought the same thing because when i was in section all these people be talking and i'm like oh you haven't even read the book it's just a competition of who has the best vocabulary right. and who can impress the fucking ta with their language and i hated that shit of course um so i thought they really did a really good job with that and how they kept making fun of the english majors calling it like an english uh uh an easy uh, subject and whatever. Yeah. And then, uh, oh, do you want to go into teaching? So that aspect I really like because I could directly relate to it. Yeah. Um, and you can tell Connell, Connell's a jock, but he has he's very layered. Yes. He has a lot of layers yes. to him, which is not your typical jock. Right. So, Smart. And I felt like yeah. I could relate to that as well because I was part of, like, the cool kid group in high school. Yeah. And, like... Like him, I wouldn't always give my opinions on everything. I'd be kind of quiet, be more observant of how people act and how they are. I wouldn't be malicious towards anyone. 
Um, I felt like I was never a bully. So I could I could really relate to Connell. And then as far as Marianne, I love her straightforwardness. Mm-hmm. I love how she's super. Just, I loved how she's just very like straightforward about what she wants and like she's blunt. Yeah, super. and I love that because not a lot of women are like that. But I understand why because one, she's intelligent, and two, she's kind of shy. So someone who's in who's intelligent and shy and inexperienced is going to act that way. Yeah. And I love that about Marianne how she just like she says what's on her mind and she tells him she's unafraid to tell him how she feels because i feel like with women in american culture or at least the women i've kind of experienced um they're not like that yeah. like they're very like they wait for you to make the first move they wait for you to tell them how you feel until they tell you how they feel and so i really like that about marianne um i also think they did a really good job of um depicting how kids who are not popular or who are not cool in high school but are very smart and then they get into college and they make this transition where they're suddenly like half friends because they're amongst other smart and intelligent people who maybe weren't the coolest in high school yeah. and how they they kind of experience these things together like going to parties drinking wine talking about life talking about art and literature and i thought they did a really good job of that because i also experienced that when i was in college like i met a lot of kids who were kind of nerds and really didn't go out much in high school because they're so focused on their studies right and now that they're in college it's kind of like oh like i'm experiencing alcohol for the first time <laughs> i'm experiencing like parties for the first time so i thought they did a really good job with those kind of characters and um yeah overall i haven't finished the season i'm interested to see how it ends um but the dynamic in the relationship is really interesting as well because it's another it's like it's similar to like crazy they both have chemistry they both Mm -hmm. have these deep feelings for each other it's just like it's a push and pull of like they don't really want to I don't know. Connell just hesitates. He he keeps hesitating, and I don't know why he's hesitating. So I'll maybe maybe the rest of the season he stops hesitating. And just what's like the what's the very last episode you saw? Can you describe the episode? Five. Um, uh-huh. she broke up with her her man. They go to the party together. She gets wasted. Says all that stuff at the college party. At the college party. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah that okay. was the last episode I ended on. Yeah. So that's another. That's another. Uh, that's, that's another interesting thing. How in high school Connell was kind of the guy. Marianne was the outcast. But in college. Kano is, is all about yeah. his studies. He kind of like puts he kind of like puts himself away from trying to be like a popular guy. Yeah. And then he that's when that's when he sees Marianne and Marianne she has all these friends. Yeah. These, she sees him. She sees him at the party and Kano's like, oh wow, like you have a lot of friends and yeah, because it's, it's very it's flipped. That's very accurate. I feel yeah. like for college kids, especially like at universities where like like as I said before, like these kids who didn't really get to have that experience in high school, for whatever reason, are now experiencing in college and now it's kind of like they get to experience like what it even she says like oh i have friends now and like you know like you may not like them but they're my friends yeah and, yeah, you know? yeah and so i think they really they did a really good job of kind of depicting those types of students and um yeah i i, I really en- i really enjoyed it um but it's just funny because i'm like yo dario is like he, i'm he, a hopeless romantic he's like a hopeless romantic and this, this man needs a girl oh like, <laughs> Man, yo, okay, <laughs> listen, okay, the whole girl thing, listen, I'm not going to spew all my feelings real quick, but <laughs> for the, it's just, dude, there's just something so interesting. Like, when I think about people being together for 40, 50 years, that just interests me. I'm just like, yeah. how does that happen? Like, I, me personally, I'm not 100% sure that people were meant to be married and stick to, to one person for 50 years or whatever. But if you are in that kind of relationship, what are what are the decisions that you made to stay in it? What are the things that you had to overcome? Cheating, financial, family problems, 
so many things you have you have to overcome. Relationships are hard, man. And I mean, I've been I've only been in one serious relationship in my life, and that shit was hard, man. And that and it didn't work out, obviously. And the reason why it didn't work out was multiple reasons. But like in the moment, like she was somebody that like you know I I had really really hard true feelings for, and I thought it was gonna last for a long time. But life happens. True. And it's like and uh, that happens for everyone. Life happens. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like. That's just crazy how someone was your best friend and now all of a sudden you don't really talk to that person anymore. Yeah. That fascinates me. So Yeah, or they can share these like super like um deep and emotional moments. And Dude, it's be it's completely cold to one another later. It's amazing to yeah. me, man. Amazing to me. It yeah. just shows growth. I think uh, that too. I think I think you just yeah. grow as an individual and then some people outgrow each other. Yeah. So that's I think that's just what life is. You continue to like either you're gonna get better or you're gonna get worse. So that's the two ways I think you really go in life, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but I think this shows a perfect example how opposites attract. Facts. So I was like, it starts off a little slow, and I'm like, oh my god, what am I watching here? Come on, Dario, <laughs> this is like, man, some romantic. I, because I, I already know, but I love how it's shot. You said it's Ireland, I believe. Yeah, it's Ireland, right? it's Dublin. Yeah, I, yeah. I love Dublin. how it's shot, like the scenery, the weird take. It's just, it's, it's shot. I think really beautifully. So I was like, okay, let me let me keep watching. And then the acting's really good. I, I think, think it's good. Yeah, I think she does a really good job, and he does too. And and it's an interesting story. So I'm gonna keep watching it because I I know you're really hyped about it. <laughs> but I was just like, and me and my brother were talking. I'm like, man, Dario just needs someone, a girl, <laughs> someone to, to hug. Watch, <laughs> just needs a hug. <laughs> just to watch <laughs> a hug. These damn movies with the show emotional with. affection. I but promise no. you, the next time I have to pick a movie, a TV show, it'll nah, be stay some with it. Fast hey, Five keep or it something rolling, like baby, that. Nah, stay with it. It's interesting. Right, just hit it with Cedar Boulevard. You're good. You're there you <laughs> go. Cedar Boulevard. Join Cobra Kai to do with my emotions. <laughs> Let's go. Connecting everything, baby. Hey. Quick side note: What sport was he playing? It's oh, rugby. Yes. No, it wasn't. Rugby, right? He was dribbling. What? Yeah, it was like a mix because it was you crazy sure? because one, the ball was round. Rugby balls are like roundish, uh-huh. but, they, right. but they're just fat footballs. They still kind of right. have an oval shape. The ball was completely round, like a soccer ball. He was running and he was dribbling. If you watch it again, he's dribbling at some points. It was like a mixture of soccer, football, and basketball. Mm. It was the craziest thing I ever seen. I was I was gonna look up what sport that was, but. Fucking Irish people. That's another thing. Fucking <laughs> Irish people. Out of all the British accents, Irish is the one I least like because it's really? so hard to understand. I needed subtitles. Cause there really? Are s- the things wow. Connell says under his breath, yeah, like, yeah, I, wouldn't, yeah. I couldn't understand it. So I needed subtitles because like, I can understand English accents. I can understand Scottish accents. But Irish and Australian, for some reason, are just so rough. Interesting. I had to focus a lot when I was watching it because yeah. I, I didn't have closed captions. But I, I was like focusing. I was like yeah. intently watching. Because they, they kind of speak quickly and they kind of use some slang in there. Like I like um, I like how like what we say as like for sure or cool, they're like sound. Yeah, right, right, right. Like, yeah, like yeah. You want some wine? Sound. Sound. <laughs> sound. Like, sound. I was like, all right. Sound. That's something that tripped me out when I first moved out here. Uh, everybody's saying for sure. I'm like, yeah. what? I'm like, I understand the, the kind it's of... It's like I bet. And yeah, exactly. Know, yeah. It was like for sure. I'm like, I never heard that before. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, no, they, they say they say sound. sound. Yeah. And they don't say mate like other English people do. Yeah, I was waiting like, for They that. don't say mate at all. The Irish people, are, they just, you know, they... I'm going to try and implement that. It's like, yo, you want a beer? Sound. sound 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 i like that yeah so i thought it was pretty interesting it's also interesting to see that like you know um 
there's certain cultures that like we never really get to like experience if we don't travel like ireland ireland is the type of place like you have to really like irish culture to ever go there you mm-hmm. know what i mean like mm-hmm. most people if they want to go to europe they want to go to france italy right, right. spain england London. you know right, like no yeah, one yeah. really thinks about ireland and so it's interesting to see um a television show that depicts young culture in a place like Ireland, like yeah. that there's a whole culture that exists for young people that's not related to like America or like any of the major European countries and that it's completely separate and that they, they have their own culture, they have their own experiences. And it's just interesting to see that because we kind of, it's kind of like how we think of like people who live in like Nebraska, like, you know, like people in Nebraska have like their <laughs> own like <laughs> shit that they deal with, you know, and like we don't even think about them because it's fucking Nebraska. That's so. I like I did enjoy that aspect of a story that it wasn't just set in like New York or L.A. or Paris or London. You know, it's like in a place like Dublin, which is like, you know, an interesting it's a major city in the country. And Ireland is a well-represented culture in the in the United States, but it's an Americanized culture. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not true Irish culture. Yeah. So I, I did enjoy those aspects of the show as well. It's a very quiet show as well. Yeah. Um. But I think it's because the characters are often alone with their thoughts. Yeah. Because I'm the type of person where, like, whenever I'm anywhere, I need sound. I need, like, either television on, I need music on, or I need something on. I'm very rarely left alone with just my thoughts. But I felt like this is a show that's deep about emotional feelings. That's why it's often just quiet or just, like, these low, kind of high-pitched, violent tones. Yeah. I'm really interested. I'm really interested to see the episode I was telling you about about Marianne and the guy from Norway, Norway and stuff. Yeah, I'm really interested to see what you guys think of it because I think it is episode seven, so you guys are not up to it yet. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised because nothing. One, I, I was surprised about how graphic the sexual scene. The sexual. I was just uh, gonna say another bonus: the yeah, sex scenes. The sex <laughs> scenes are pretty graphic, and then uh, other aspects of the show, like it kind of, you kind of think you know what it's you kind of know what's going on and it's like, bang, it's like, oh shit. Like, yeah, it's another layer of like, um, unexpectedness, I guess. So hey, listen, man, we're all adults. Sex scenes are welcome. Yeah, yeah no, definitely. You know? but, but just yeah, and on top of that, it adds pe- to the show, you know, yeah, it, adds does, to the characters you know it, it, it brings you closer to them. Absolutely. hundred percent. Um, because that's, I mean, we know why Mary, I think I'm not going to spoil it, but Mary, we, we understand why Marianne was so hurt mm-hmm. in the beginning because mm-hmm. of what happened we understand that because mm-hmm. we understand how that works and so i think when you watch that you'll also understand that as well but the show puts it in your face it's yeah. not just like a, it's not what other films or other television shows when that type of moment happens you know it's just a fade away to like the next scene right, now right, it right. shows you what they experience and so you experience it with them thus you understand the attachment and the relationship much more better so i liked it yeah good show good show yeah, I recommend the Hulu. Still Hulu. On Hulu. It's on Hulu. And um, I think it was Emmy nominated yeah. too. I think yeah. it was. Yeah. Yeah. There's it's a, a brand new show. A YouTube, not a, well, um, Variety. You know that magazine? They deal with like Hollywood yeah. and actors. Yeah, yeah. So they have a show. They have like a, a web series on YouTube where they have actors interviewing other actors. And I've been watching a whole bunch of them, like Shia LaBeouf, just dealing with Kristen Stewart and other ones. But Connell, I forgot his real name. He did one with another actor. I forgot who it was. But I only saw like the first 10 minutes. It was like 20 minutes. But those are really good because they talk about like what they Paul did. Mescal. What, his name? Paul yeah. Mescal. So the, he, he was talking about like what he did to prepare for the character. And he was also talking about his own experiences, how he drew from that. 
And that shit is interesting too. Like, what about this person made him choose this character to try and play? And he uses his own personal history to like dive into it. Shit like that is interesting, man. So, yeah, highly recommend from your boy Time Flies, Normal People. Most definitely. Now, another show that has a lot of nice sexual sex scenes. Um, is Santiago's favorite show. Ooh. You know, that's one of the reasons. <laughs> that's that's, <laughs> a, that's a good, interesting reason you say that because um, there's a lot man, of sex scenes in there. Uh, there's a lot, but that's not. That's just not. And they're very different is. from like what normal people's sexual <laughs> scenes are. These sexual <laughs> scenes are like sexy, like in the with, car, like, you know, with like music crazy. and very oh, yeah, yeah. you know voluptuous women and very, very swagged out, very swaggy toned out. out men and very you know. Man, it's it's crazy. So talk talk to me about it, Santi. What was it? So the show I chose to talk about is Power. Uh, Power is streamed on Stars. So yo, you guys gotta go get Stars because Power is is actually one of the best shows out there, in my opinion. It's basically like the new age Sopranos. Um, it has great characters. Uh, Fifty Cent was uh, a producer on it, and he actually acts in it. Uh, he's called, uh, his name is Kane. So I don't know if you saw any episodes uh, with him in it. But, man, it's just, it's basically these two friends grow up, grow up and one's white, one's black, and they, they're from Queens, and, and, you know, they're not going to make it. And they decide to, like, push weight in the city. And they become so big, like, they're just running the city, right? But then uh, Ghost, which is one of the main characters, He's making so much money pushing weight, he wants out. Like, he's like, you know what? I have a family. I'm doing this. I can't keep doing this because I'm going to either end up dead or go to jail. So he's trying to get out. But his best friend, Tommy, who's the white dude, I think he's from Irish descent. So he he's actually my favorite character because the guy's just nuts. He's crazy. He's He'll, <laughs> like, punch you in the fucking mouth if you'll say something to him. Like, <laughs> you're going to love his character. And this is all he knows. Like, his mom's a coke addict, grew up with no dad, all this. And you figure out, like, why he ended up being like that later. But he doesn't want to get out because he's making millions. But his best friend, Ghost, wants to get out because he buys a nightclub. And he's like, no, I want to just do everything legit. And his wife, uh, Ghost's wife, is involved. But then um, the FBI starts to investigate them. But... He he finds out that one of the girls that he dated in high school is working for the FBI. Oh, so it's like it goes. It's it's such a crazy roller coaster of up and down. Like the cliffhangers are crazy. There was actually one episode. I don't want to tell talk too much about it because I want you guys to like see it. But there's one episode that like after like it ends with that. Like I actually kind of felt scared. Like I was like, oh my god, did that just seriously happen on cable television? And it deals with Tommy, and this is how crazy and how much depth this character has. Which Tommy, the character, he's now on Ozark, so he's doing really well. He's getting a lot of a lot of uh, other gigs now. But when I when I saw Tommy in this one episode, I was like, at the end of the episode, I was like, you're just like, oh my god, did I just see what I just saw? Like it just it it hits you. I've talked to other people; they say they they cried. It's 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 really about like family, power, friends politicians in new york crookedness the democratic parties involved it's it's there's so many angles to the show and it's just like oh my god this person's dying this person's getting backstabbed lala is in the show and lala's oh my god her killer her character develops lala anthony 
Yeah, mm. so this is Carmelo mm. Anthony's uh, ex-wife. She, mm. man, at season four, five, and six, she just grows, and she's a bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, my. and there's a sex scene with her, and I, I couldn't uh, believe yeah. it. I was like, but yeah, Lala, she has just, it, you know what, and this is, I'm really proud of her because, like, she took this on, and she's not, like, an actress, right? She was, like, she became famous as being, like, a host. Right. Yeah, she was in Think Like yeah. a Man. Exactly. So right, she's done right. little roles, but, like, for her to grow into this role and be comfortable enough to take on this, um, that type of scene and just grow into a really good actress, like, I was just like, wow. So um, the show's so big. It's done so well. It, it ended, but now they have they created a world for it. So now they're going to create more shows from the world of power. So now we have a show called Ghost, which is basically a continuation of power. Um, but then there's going to be another show about Tommy. So that's how big the show is. It's the biggest show on stars. It's it's huge. I'm so happy for 50 Cent because just the plots and the and just the, if you guys like writing, writing in the show is so good. You never know what's going to happen. Everything's a cliffhanger. And you're just like, what? This person's back. Like, what? It's just. It's to me, it's like the new age Sopranos and Sopranos was huge when I was growing up. Uh, my parents watched it and I just I feel like it's the new age Sopranos with new twists and plots. And it's in New York. It's great. Like yeah. I was in New York and I was going to actually go visit where they filmed a lot of the scenes of the club. Truth. They call it Truth, which is a, a great name. But th that's how big of a fan I, I am of power. And I just kind of stumbled on it because, you know, a lot of people don't watch stars. You know, it's not a huge network like HBO and stuff but i just stumbled on it and i was just watching i was like yo this shit is so fucking gangster so wait you know? you, so you started watching it because like you saw it like no one told you about it like i you was just i like think i was yeah no nah, no nah, i just kind of stumbled on, on my own i was watching something oh I saw that's something. interesting power yeah i came in late because the season started if, if 2014 i started watching 2016 so um yeah man you just caught that's up that's interesting and yeah. i mean i guess since you're out here so before i moved out here power is fucking huge like it was huge okay. everybody's watching it. my brother been trying to make me watch it like i've never watched it because he wanted to watch it so much mm -hmm. and you know how that is with your little brother or big brother or whatever yeah. but <laughs> and then when we doing this i saw i saw a few episodes and it's good i do i love i don't like 50 but i love how 50 is moving as far as like mm. outside of music and making money Mm -hmm. Like an executive producer, books. He's a real, real, real good businessman. Businessman, bro. In, in, immense, gr immensely great businessman. Right. He's right. really good. Yeah. He's the way he's diversifying himself. Like, because obviously when he came up in the early two thousands with music, you know, the whole thug, the whole gangster music and stuff like that. Like, I that was never, never really my scene. But then when Power first took off and it gained all the popularity and now he's doing all these Power different world shows. Yeah. Making books and the show on ABC. Oh, yeah. And I haven't seen that one yet. I've never seen it, but I heard it's good, too. Yeah. So, I mean, I like the way he's moving. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. Um, I've seen a few episodes of Power. I saw the episode where uh, the politician is banging, like, the campaign manager's girlfriend or something or wife. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah I was like, yo, this show's fucked up. Like, yeah, it's a twist in the Dem Democratic Party. And yeah, yeah. I, he's actually one of my favorite characters in Yeah, he's like a crooked show. politician. Yeah. And, yeah, so I, I've seen a couple episodes. Um. I know Jerry Ferrara's in it. Oh my! He's like the lawyer. That's Lala's. Um, that's Lala's man. That's no, no Lala's man is Tommy. Tommy my bad. Yeah. My bad. That's what I'm saying. You guys are huge Entourage fans, and Jerry Ferrara is a producer on the show. Mm. He, he has a small role, though. Role, though. No, right? no, he actually has a huge role. Like that's oh, what I'm okay. saying. Like you guys, I'm surprised. Like 
he has a huge role in the show and his killer is basically he's a lawyer and it develops and develops and develops mm. so that's what i'm saying like to me like i've seen him in entourage and he's great and he's the movie but this he has just grown as an actor and i'm just like bro like oh my god he's he kills he's it. killer he's and he's he took a big bet with this show like he put up his money and producer and cashed out baby so mm. i'm i'm really happy yeah that's what, jerry Farr is actually one of my favorite characters in the show as well it's tommy ghost jerry and then oh, there's some like the politician but it, there's so much to this like and so much to unravel lala being naked. oh my god no lala is bad and, and the wife She's uh, so good. she was in notorious big do you guys remember Notorious yeah, yeah, yeah. She, yeah she played little kim, kim. I think. Yeah. yeah so she's in it so it's great man but what else did you see Steph? what else did you like that was um that was a couple episodes that i saw um the thing about with me with certain shows is that um, and stars, you know, is, is underrated. It also has a show called Black Sails, mm. which is about pirates, which if you haven't seen that, watch that. It's pretty good. I, they canceled after like, I think three seasons, but, um, that's another good show. I know a lot of people like Spartacus or whatever. Mm. Spartacus is also on that as well. Um, stars had my bad. Sorry to cut you off. Stars had, um, Oh, what's that one? It has another one about a football player right now. Okay. There was one that they had a few years ago where it was a woman. She became an escort. She was in college. Mm, I don't know. Fuck. All right. My bad. Yeah. Maybe I'll think about it in the middle. But yeah, she, she was in college and she was like really behind on money and she needed something. And then her friend was an escort. She introduced her to the whole escort world and it's crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Stars so is slept on. St- yeah. Stars is, is, is coming up. I think they're now trying to compete, like seriously compete with seriously. like uh, HBO and like Netflix. And they still don't have like all the same resources that the other two networks do, but they're coming up. But the thing is with me, with, like, shows, um, like, Power, uh, by the time I heard about it and people were recommending it to me, it was already, like, five or four seasons deep. And it's really hard for me to get into a show when it's already, like, five seasons deep and they're, mm. hour, and they're hour-long episodes. Yeah. Same happened with me with Walking Dead. Same happened uh, with Breaking Bad. So whenever I'm late to a show, I'm kind of less inclined to get into it because I'm like, fuck, I have so much to cap catch up on because they're hour-long shows like we're walking dead i finally quit trying to catch up after season like three. Oh and, my uh, god season yeah. three yeah yikes that's so early so um but there are other shows that like because it'll be different also if like the show's already over because there's been shows like uh one i'll mention later is mad men which i fucking love mad men mad men's one of the greatest shows i've ever seen i i got into it like a year and a half ago and the show is already over. The hype was already over. The right. finale happened. It's done. So I was able to watch it and not constantly be worried if there's going to be like any like uh, spoilers. Right, so right, right. that's when I'm more inclined to watch the show. So now that power is done because it just ended, right? Like last year. Yeah, it just, it just recently ended. Yeah, right. it just yeah. recently ended. Because anyone who's in like the hip-hop community, they know and they've seen power. Right, I feel right. like because everyone talks about it. I've seen... Numerous people who are within the hip hop community, they they all love and watch power. And there's something to that. There's something to that. That's why I never really picked up power or another a Game of Thrones. Is because when something yeah. is like popping during a time and everyone's watching it, I don't yeah. know. Me personally, I'm like, okay, that if everyone's sense. watching it, then that kind of doesn't make it special. Like, yeah, I want something that I can relate to, that mm. I gravitate towards. Yeah, and that's why I never really picked up power. Yeah, yeah. same and with same with me, Game of Thrones. Like, people were hyping it, and it was already like eight seasons deep. And if it's an hour long show, I'm just like, so nah. much. Like, it has it has yeah, to be too. it has to be over already. So I'm not worried about spoilers because everyone's fucking talking about it. Um, half hour shows are a little different because it's easier to catch up. Like 100%. I did that with like Silicon Valley, but Silicon Valley isn't like a 
super popping show. I gotta, I gotta finish that. I saw like the first four that's, seasons. That's, I love Silicon Valley. Yo, but, dude, um, Breaking Bad though. I think I think you said that you tried to watch it. You tried yeah, to. Yeah, I watched it like the first four episodes and then I was just like, eh. You're bugging, bro. Yeah. You're bugging, dog. Yeah. Sons of Anarchy. That's a great show too. Yeah, I heard yeah. that's a good show yeah. too. Yeah. I was gonna say like, uh, when you said like a show that you could somewhat relate to, uh, I, I I totally get that. Or you know, one that's not really like. I, mean, I don't make math, but you I'm know, just like <laughs> I really enjoyed. Um, it's actually I believe on Hulu. Um, High Fidelity. Right, oh, right. Yeah, so yeah. Zoe Kravitz, and yeah. I, and it was really cool that you know she she works at a rec or she runs a record store in New York, so it's got a lot of like cool like if you're into like the you know that pop culture and just relatable about it's about dating and like yeah. you know like so I thought that was really cool and relatable especially when you're in your twenties and yeah um you know I don't think this show gets enough uh like I've heard of it uh, but I haven't. Seen of, enough of it of to watch like, it. It's like it might be on the tip of your tongue, but like a lot of people that I've talked to, I'm like, hey, have you che- heard of a show called High Fidelity? And a lot like, of what was that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, no, that's definitely another one to check out. Um, Plus, it's got the beautiful Zoe Kravitz, my love, <laughs> my beautiful, biggest crush beautiful, on her. Beautiful, beautiful Zoe Kravitz. Yeah, but I think there's something to that in that you. It's definitely easier to catch on to a show when it's early. Um, that's why I tell mm. everyone fucking watch Atlanta because it's only two seasons deep. It's it's quick mm. to go through, oh, and I think those mm. are also half hour sh- uh, yeah, episodes. Yeah, definitely half hour. And yeah. so that's another one where the hype is it's not completely huge yet, but get on it before yeah. it's already too late. So another thing with power though, um, just the the amount of actors that are in it. Like, do you guys know uh, uh the Fast and Furious guy? Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Sun. I know his real name is like Sun. Yeah, Sun. But uh, what's his name in Fast and Furious? Han. 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 Han's oh, in yeah. it. Uh, the other dude from uh, uh another Entourage character. Do you guys remember uh, Dom? You guys oh, remember? Oh, Dom's in it. Of course. Yeah. The, the one that's uh, out of finally prison. out of jail. He's finally out of jail mm. in Entourage. Uh, he, they brought him. So Jared Farrar brought some of his people. So it's just there's a there's a lot of actors and and it's. It's huge on the Latino community too in New York. So like, there's they show the gangs and stuff, yeah. and I'm like, wow, like, man, it's it's it's. I feel like they're always filming in the winter with power because they're always wearing like pea coats and like I'm just <laughs> yeah, like, dang, jackets. It's always is cloudy. It always just cold and raining in fucking like New York. It's cold blooded in New York. It's cold blooded. New York doesn't have seasons anymore. It's only summer and winter. That's it. Man, it's that's it. That's it, bro. From 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 what I remember, it's only summer and winter, and we get like a week and a half of fall or spring. That's it. So I definitely recommend it, man. If you guys want that new version of Sopranos and, you know, it's like 55 minutes, but I'm telling you, like, I've never seen a show where I'm just like, at the end, I'm just like, what the fuck did I just see? And I just want more. I kind of wish that show was like an hour and a half because there's just so much. There's so much to think about. If you guys really like thinking like, okay, how's this character going to be? And so many plot twists. People are getting backstabbed. People are dying. And the violence is it's, it's actually really good. Like, they actually, like, it's not corny or nothing. And But I'm telling you, my favorite character is Tommy. He drives a Mustang in New York, in the city, and he always has a parking spot. Every time he pulls over, because <laughs> people are always like, how does Tommy always have a parking spot in New York? Because New York parking is mad crazy, <laughs> right? Terrible. And when I was in New York in, in uh, February, I was like, all right, let me see how packed New York. I'm like, damn, there isn't really parking in New York. You got to pay like $80, $60 to park. You know how they... 
have you seen those uh like elevators where they put your car in? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's so I'm like I'm like point. Tommy never has to park in one of those. He just always parks and pull over, has his gun locked and loaded, ready to shoot this fucking bato. And it's just it's I mean, I'm telling you guys, you guys now that it's over, take your time. Just get stars or hit me up for the password or username. Maybe, maybe, but nah. No, don't do that. <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> uh, but anyways, but yeah, Power Man, I love it. I recommend it. You're going to enjoy it. All that good stuff. All right. And uh, speaking of family crime dramas, the next show we are going to be discussing is one of my favorite shows that I caught on to during the pandemic. And it is Peaky Blinders on Netflix with Cillian Murphy. Tom Hardy and uh, a bunch of other great actors and actresses takes place in Birmingham, Alabama. Psych. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> nothing good happens in Birmingham, Alabama. It takes place in Yikes. Birmingham, uh, England. England. And it is about a family in the post World War One, 1920s, and they are a mob family who basically run um, Birmingham. They run the everything about it. So it's really good. My favorite thing about it is just like it's very similar to The Godfather. Mm. Um, it's like an English British version of The Godfather in the twenties, and it's really good. Um, seasons are only six episodes long. Um, Cillian Murphy, I now have a new respect for him as an actor. Before mm. that, I only knew him as Scarecrow and Batman and Red Dragon. You know, he had very uh, his roles were good, but in this in Peaky Blinders, he was really good. Um, seeing what 1920s British life was like is also very interesting to me. The kind of clothing they'd wear, the fashion, the politics. Um, there's a lot of references to actual history because the Peaky Blinders were an actual gang during that time. It's not, it's loosely based around them. It's not very closely related to history, but like you'll see like stuff from like Winston Churchill is involved and like other historical, uh, British, um, historical figures are mentioned in the show and sometimes even seen another aspect about it is that um life after world war one hasn't been really documented in entertainment i feel like everyone talks about world war ii and post-world war ii like mm. the 1950s 1960s but no one really depicts like post-world war one and so i think this show kind of does a good job of um depicting culture british culture for that after World War One, which was one of the bloodiest wars in human history, it was actually bloodier than uh, World War Two. But everyone kind of forgets about it because of the major um, implications that World War Two had with Hitlers and Jews right, and all right. that. So, well, it was there's more at stake in World War Two. So everyone kind of forgets about World War One. That's why I appreciate films like 1917 and other. Uh, television shows and films have been coming out that have been talking about World War One because it's kind of like a forgotten thing. So Peaky Blinders does a really good job about in, in that. I love the chemistry between the actors. Um, you really get a sense of the power of family, especially amongst brothers. Yeah. And I think they do a really good job of kind of depicting the closeness and uh, the loyalty they have towards one another, despite... You know, women, despite politics, despite money, at the end of the day, we're fucking family, and we do what's right for the family. We're and the Shelbys. We're the Shelby. So, if you haven't seen it already, watch it. There's only six episodes in every season. They're an hour long, but 
This is one of those shows where like an hour goes by like that. Tom Hardy's in it, plays mm. an amazing character. Sam Neill, though. Oh my Sam god. Sam Neill's in it as huge. well. Jurassic Park, shout out, shout yeah, out. Yeah, shout out him. He has Jurassic a very Park, he has a very yeah. huge role. He's the uh, antagonist in the first couple seasons. Um but a- yeah, it's just Adrian Brody. Adrian Brody. So every every season, the antagonist is a huge big name actor. Mm. So yeah. It's like every every season's like damn like they got him to do this. It's it's really dope. Adrian Brody, who's a good actor, who's kind of been forgotten ever since The Pianist. Right, um, <laughs> right. <laughs> it was like The Pianist, and I can't even think of another film he did. But he has a good role in the film as well. It's kind of I don't want to ruin anything, but it's kind of like Peaky Blinders versus The Godfather, and it's mm. like it's pretty it's pretty fucking sick. Mm. Um, is it still airing or is it? Uh, um, I don't want to say anything. Yeah. So, just watch it. Um. It's it's relatively the sixth season came out in twenty nineteen so or twenty eighteen I forgot but it's a really good show check it out it's well worth the watch yeah I love the show man it's actually uh, one yeah. of my favorite shows on Netflix um just by the first five episodes you're hooked uh it gives a sense of family I love the the auntie right that's the oh yeah Aunt it, Peggy um man she's a strong great keeps the family together. Yeah. So, um, and yeah, just, just the bond between the brothers and, and how life is, it's very dark and you're just like, damn, like Birmingham looks like a little shithole. It's a a blue (laughs) collar type of town. Um, industrial, industrial, you know, it's like, everything's gray. Yeah. It it looks like New York, you know what I'm saying? That's that's what's cool too, because it's in the middle of the industrial revolution. Exactly. And so you kind of, you kind of get to see like what life was like during that time when Mm -hmm. like machinery was was really prevalent Booming. in like in, in blue collar culture and then another thing is that all the characters served in world war one so True. you kind of that's what i'm saying like yeah. you get to you get to see you get an insight on the point of views of these soldiers who just came home after a bloody fucking war Brutal. and now are just thrown back into like everyday society and how they live um especially in england i'm definitely adding this to my queue because yeah, yeah. I've, I've had several people tell me like you have to those it's really well mind. written. The actors are all great. Um, I'm also just a fan of British culture in general, so that also is like another. You want to be British? Just kidding. I want to be British too. <laughs> if I could be any, if, if I, I, I have, if I, if I have any accent, British accent yeah. is number one. I think if I could, if I could choose <laughs> to be raised in any European country, I'd want to be raised in England. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Or Italy. That's a tough one. But uh, no, I really like English culture. Just everything about I'm it. I'm with you on that as well. Yeah, Cillian Murphy though, just his acting like he's a great actor, a different level. You just have Mm. just a newfound respect. That's what I'm saying for what he does. Before that, I only knew Scarecrow and Red Dragon. (laughs) 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 uh, Twenty-eight days later. That's right. That's right. He was in Twenty-eight Days Later. Yeah, he was pretty good. He he was was also in that movie with JT. What was it? Uh, uh, With Timberlake. uh, In time. Ah, that was terrible. Oh shit! Timekeeper. Yeah, 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 I know yeah, you're talking yeah. about. Okay. Timberlake was Olivia, top bill, bro. Olivia Wilde was in that, too. Was it Wilde? Olivia she Wilde? was sexy. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super sexy. Wow. She, she Throwback in time. Yeah. Timberlake had top <laughs> bill, bro. He was the main <laughs> character. Can you yeah. believe that? The main character. Yeah, yeah, well. JT. It was JT, man. Insane. But, yeah, no, so Cillian Murphy, I had I have a new, th- like, respect for him, and I think he's a great actor. He should definitely get more roles. But um yeah, and the hairdos are are dope too. Like you know, I kind of have my hair like that. The style, the yeah. hats, the cars. It's it's, it's yeah. just 
Overall, it's a great it's like show. Cocaine yeah. is introduced at that time, so Man. you kind of see how it's that the is. Ultimate dapper, right? you know, like when you think of dapper, like a a gentleman's code. Yeah. Yes. I feel like that's what you get out of that show is that gentleman. For sure. Code, mm-hmm. you know? But they'll fuck you up. Like yeah. they will, like you you disrespect them, like they'll fuck you, and they're fearless. Like that's another thing. Like probably similar to power, how like yeah, they're just very fearless. They don't give a fuck who they're talking to. Like if you disrespect them, like it's it's on site. Like is this. Like, the shit they do in that show, and it's, like, it's not like they have, like, it's not like they have their soldiers, like, you know, their pawns going out and doing that. No, like, they do it themselves. They handle business themselves. Like, it's, like, it's up front, you know, and the loyalty they have towards one another, and it's very business-oriented. It's all about property and and monopolizing certain parts of industries, and I don't want to get too deep into it because I don't want to ruin anything uh, Mm -hmm. about the show, but... It's very, it's very interesting. Um, you know, it even gives you like an insight into like how people run businesses and like you know how they, how they plan to expand and what they plan to do with that business. And it's just, if, if you just enjoy a flat out good drama, this is one to watch. This is this is one I'm to spend some time to, on to start watching. Yeah, this one. the like intros are dope too. Um, the theme song is Red Right Hand or some. It's, it's it's good. It's all good. But yeah. Um. And now, what we all been waiting for. What we've all been waiting for. And if you're if you're a guy and you're at least twenty three and older, you've probably seen this show. If you haven't, you're fucking up and you need to get on it. <laughs> fucking up. But for anyone who hasn't seen the show, it is. <laughs> I it's, love it. it's the best show, I think, on Earth. I, I, it's my favorite. Entourage, man. Changed the game yeah, for I, HBO. I would uh, So for me, when I think of my favorite shows of all time, it's The Office and Entourage. Ooh. Um, I would probably put Entourage barely ahead of it just because there's so much nostalgia attached to it, just because I saw it as a young kid. Mm-hmm. I've kind of grown up with the show. The Office... I started watching it season five on when it was actually premiering on NBC. And then I caught up with the rest when I was a teenager through like TBS and and like uh, TNT. Entourage is probably the greatest show ever. Um, it's everything you want in a show if you're a guy, right? What it makes you want to become That's successful. That's a fact. Yeah, right? it pushes you. I just Every remember. guy's dream to be with your boys, yeah. to be rich, yeah. to do drugs, smoke weed on a party Wednesday, every to weekend, party. Travel. You know, bang models, bang girls in their UCLA dorm. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, hang out with celebrities. You know, like you know, not have a schedule really. Your schedule's just centered around like one thing you have to do, which is go see your agent, who's like the funniest. Yeah, yeah. Like I love how like Vince is like the whole day. He's like, I just got a meeting. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, damn. If that's all you gotta (laughs) do today, yeah, bro. Like they they all wake up. Johnny Drama, who's the older brother, who's best like character, best goat character, fucking best character, yes. baby bro, he's the goat. best character, bro. He's yeah, the best character, bananas. Bro. He oh, ma- he man. makes breakfast for everyone in the morning, yep. and then you go and you roll out, smoke yep. weed, and go to the meeting. You go have to the, the driver, meeting. the driver's drivers, turtle, turtle <laughs> Jerry driver. Ferrara, driver. And then you just you know the end, the rest of the day is just like all right, well, what are we, well what where we're we going to eat and what party we're going. Let's go to Earth Cafe. Oh shit, Jessica Alba. Oh cool, there's a party tonight. Dope. Like it's just so. It's just so not cookie cutter to what like our mo- regular lives are. We're like your Monday through Friday is already scheduled for you. Yeah. Um. Their lives is like you know it's different every day, and it's like every guy's dream. What I loved about Entourage is that like 
the famous people that did the cameos played themselves. Yeah, and I think right, it's like one of right. the first shows. Like when you see Jessica Alba pull up, like she's Jessica Alba yeah. in real life. Uh, Tom Brady, uh, Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg like you yeah. see all these famous people that they're like, oh, they play themselves. So it actually gives you kind of like it makes you think these characters are real in real life. Like I used to think, like, man, these guys are real, but then it's like, oh my god, it's a TV show, only only because they run into like Tom Brady and all this, and they're like, man, like it just Michael Phelps. Oh um, yeah. yeah, Michael Phelps, and yeah. it's just it, it's there's just a cameo in almost every episode. Kanye has a cameo. Kanye, oh yeah. my god, I just yes. saw that episode yeah. the other night where they, at the end of the episode, where they're flying Welcome to, to the uh, they're flying to Cannes, the music festival, yeah. and Con. they drop Con. There you go, my bad. Con, and they drop uh. Welcome to the good, good life. Yeah. I, I was yeah. like, that's the first time I heard that track. And then like six months later, it comes out on the graduation album. Yeah. And I think I remember I told my brother, like, bro, you got to check this episode out. Like, look at this song. Like, it was, was just a dope episode. It was it was just it's such a legendary show. And I have like the poster. I'm looking at it. And it's just like, man, like I was actually yeah. sad when it ended. I remember I was like, su- I was like, yeah, How can they do 10 yeah, yeah, you just, seasons? I mean, I think it got the closure it needed. It did. It, it did. did. Overall, then the movie's like, oh, that co- closure was like for nothing. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then but the movie was the movie. Um, well, it was cool. Well, yeah, was cool. you know, watching it uh, again a third time, actually, it wasn't as bad as I initially because I think I had such high hopes high for hopes. it that yeah. it didn't meet those expectations. And so, yeah. and and the movie is flawed in in certain ways, but overall, the jokes are funny and it it still hits. But um, the thing I the thing about Entourage is that I've seen this show in its entirety probably like five or six times. No way! Yeah. it's a been lot. a lot. It's been a lot. I've seen it twice. That's I've crazy. seen it twice. Yeah. yeah. No, I've I've seen it legit like five or six times because they're short episodes, Super twenty short, yeah. twenty-two, twenty-five minutes, twenty-eight minutes, 26. and yeah. there's only like ten, twelve episodes a season, yeah. and so the, it, you can get through it quick and um. It was the cliffhangers, man. I used to watch this late at night when I was in college, like, and it'd be like one thirty in the morning. I got class at eight, and it's like, but I was like, fuck, I can't leave off, man. Like, shit's about to go down, you know. And the music, the song they always play at the cliff hon- uh, at the cliffhanger are always really good. Like they they do Cold War Kids, they do hip hop, they do all these great songs that um, are really picked well. And then uh, the thing about it is like the more you watch it the more I realized who the best characters were. And Johnny yeah. Drama, for me, like, he kind of goes unnoticed the first couple yeah. times I watched it. But the <laughs> third, so fourth, and fifth, like, yo, dogs. that show is Johnny Drama. Yeah, in the making. And Ari. Yeah. That is 100%. that is who make the show. Ari, yeah. Ari yeah. and Drama. E, I hate that bitch. He's a little bitch. <laughs> e, Vince... You you like him at the beginning because he's the he's a main he's a star, character he's yeah, a protagonist yeah. pretty boy. But after the third time I watched it fully through, I was like, yo, he's fucking. I he hate Vince making Vince, the same yeah. mistakes. He's annoying. Yeah. yeah, like he's just, and I don't want to ruin anything, but he's just so stupid. He's like he's very full of himself. He's insecure. But, that, but that's his. But that that's the thing. Like he's full of himself, but he's the he's the guy that made it. You know, like yeah. he's the pretty boy from Queens Boulevard. You Queens know? Boulevard. Yeah, that's true. Queens, I just hate. Out. I Queens just get the money. I just hate how he puts so much trust in E and his opinion and his judgment. And E doesn't know dick. He's like, annoying. Ari, he's annoying. Yeah. Ari is yeah, right. Sabaro. Uh, yeah, manager. he's yeah. a fucking pizza boy. Like he don't know dick about nothing, and E acts like he does. Like he comes off very in the first couple seasons because I know what happens. Yeah. E comes off as like no, nah, like I know better. I'm from I, I'm from the hood, meaning I have street smarts. When no, bro, like you're in Hollywood, you don't have no it's a smarts. Game. Right, yeah. right, like right. it's not the same thing. 
So, and I, that made me appreciate Ari's character more because Ari's just being fucking real. Like, but Ari, uh, but Jeremy Piven, like, I feel like he, he, he goes over the top with it. Like, I get it. He's supposed I, to be the agent who's supposed to be super good at getting deals done. And I get it. Right. But like, I feel like he does it too much. Like, he goes over the top a little I bit. I never felt that way. No? No, no. no. Okay. I, I wanted I felt more. Like, yeah. yeah. I don't know if I wanted more. I just feel like that is who Ari is. And right, I, right, he has right, to be. right, right, that right, is, right. That is his character. Like, right. he never he never strayed away from that. He never changed. He's always going to be the guy who's going to get shit done at the end of the day. Right, and yeah. it's never, it's not in the most respectful, not in the most, like, you know, um, like, in the, in the nicest way, but he gets it done, and that's the point. Yeah. And he gets right. checked. He gets checked numerous times during yep, the show. Yeah, many times, yeah. And, and I like people. that. He checks people and he gets checked himself yeah. and, you know, the things he goes through as a person. And also, I, I thought it's interesting how they went into his family life yeah. with his marriage and his, his kids. kids. And I thought that was interesting. That was important. I, I love the episode uh, uh, when it's like their Jewish. Um, uh, the bar mitzvah. Uh, yeah. Uh, the Jewish. They're in the where they can't answer the phone. Oh, and he has uh, like that business deal of like uh, <laughs> Median. He's trying to set up. What, what's the holiday? Uh, uh, is it Yom, Yom Kippur? Yom that Kippur. That was a funny episode where they're like trying yeah. to find ways to like get yeah. away from the wife because he's going to church. He's fasting. So I, and, and he's trying to find excuses. He's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And I also love the uh, the one guy that made Queens Boulevard. He was like the, the director. Walsh. Billy Walsh. Billy yeah. Walsh. Well, I love I, Billy I Walsh, I love too. his character, dude. Yeah. His fucking yeah. character. He's always bashing uh, E. Suit. Suit. But anyways, piggybacking off of what you said about... Um, uh, my what's the, what's the main character's name? Uh, pretty Vince. Boy. Vince. Vince. And E. It's like, the reason why Vince wants his boys there because he can't make those big-time decisions and he wants to make it together as a family. What's What's good for the guys what's what's best for the boys because like he won't go nowhere like i remember one scene the can uh scene where if they all can't fly together they're not they're not going so he's very like unity he'll look out yeah, he yeah. hates being alone he exactly yeah. right so that's why and i respect E's character because he knows he's like oh my god like i'm out of place but he tries to play the part where he checks ari um, and all this, so it's like I respect. Like these guys don't know what they're doing, but they're trying to make the best of what they have. The ke- the cards are dealt, you know. And it's just with me. I guess I got tired of E with Sloan. Sloan is like, man, like Sloan, you have Sloan. And you're E's girlfriend, up. exactly. So Bad. on and off girlfriend um, throughout but, the entire show. But he's a, a an, he's an, a very important character to Baddie. the show. And and man, and just but like I say, like the more I watch it. It's really the buildup of Johnny drama because, like, Johnny's Man. behind the scenes. Yo, they came so here and they live with Johnny. <laughs> Johnny's not getting anything. He gets TV shows he's always made fun of and he's kissing up. Yo, and he's, he's so such good. Occasionally, man. he meets fans. Viking Quest. Viking Victory. Like, he's. Uh, Johnny drama is. is, is uh, just you're Baby right. Bro. He is it's, fucking amazing. I made you some it's, eggs, it's, bro. It's, it's so amazing, and what he says, the writing Doug Ellen did <laughs> oh, for him, so his jokes, funny, bro. And it's just it's so subtle. I wanted to I talk to you about the season of Sha- Sasha Gray. Oh yeah, uh, yeah season seven. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Can I just? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. No, so I just wanted to see like, what do you feel about that? As far as like you seeing Vince, you know, he was a high of high, and now he's actually going yeah. down the fucking. That yeah, was my least. And all that. that was my least favorite season. Really? Yeah, yeah. Just because, like, <sighs> I don't know. Maybe it's just the way I feel about the show. It's just like seeing that 
aspect of Hollywood, and it's very, it's a very true aspect in Hollywood. And That's I, what I liked about it. Like yeah. they kept it real. Yeah, like, it, it, it does like, keep it I like real that too. But it was just like. To me, it's like that's if like the office got super deep, like you know what I mean. Got like super deep into like you know how how like stupid and Mike Michael is. I mean, and maybe it does at certain points, but like that to me, Entourage got just got super deep and super real. Where like it's very different from the rest of the seasons because the rest of the seasons are so like comedic and and like just lighthearted and you know. I yeah. And okay, that I season got saying. really really yeah, into it. Yeah, but and, I like, feel like I feel like the office the office is a show that. You can't do that because it just it, it doesn't fit in that world. And I feel yeah. like Entourage, like even though the first few seasons are yeah comedic and it's kind of lighthearted, I, 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 I had a sense that Entourage could always go down that road. Yeah, and it did. And I don't, I don't. Um, well, what, what I what I mean when I say my least favorite, that's the least watched. That's what I mean. It, okay. it, I didn't, I didn't not like it. I did, I did like it. I think it's it's very. It's very accurate in like how Hollywood, how the fame and, and, and glory of Hollywood can you, go. Bucks you up, yeah. And I didn't mind that, but like whenever I rewatch random episodes, I never go. You to never that go season. to that season. Yeah, I like that season a lot. I just like how the whole Saucer Gray, how they incorporate into her and yeah, Vince's like going down a really bad path. No, yeah, I and, cool. and I think it's important in the show. And I, I don't, I wouldn't take that season out. It's just that's just not an ep- that's just not a season I go to if I want to rewatch it. Um. But one thing I want to say about dramas is he just has the best one-liners in the show. <laughs> like, his, his references to his, to his past of, of <laughs> his sexual experiences mm-hmm. and his experience of doing <laughs> this commercial with this person or this show with this person or doing a pilot here or doing <laughs> an yeah. indie there. <laughs> like he's, it, it, it feels like anytime Vince has a new experience, Johnny had already experienced it like 10, 15 <laughs> years ago yeah, doing yeah. something – and so I think there's one scene where like uh, <laughs> where Billy Walsh is kind of having to break down and doesn't know if he could direct and <laughs> and then they're trying to find a director and Johnny like he's like eating chips and he's like, well, I directed a couple indies back in '93. <laughs> Dude, I love Johnny, bro. He's he's a spirit animal for sure, right? But Dude, I'm not gonna lie. One of my favorite episodes. When they all go to Vegas Yo, and I'm Seth, it tomorrow, Seth Green, dog. Seth Green is just drama, trying to dog. stir up a fight. He's like, "Yo, Seth Green, tell Sloan right? I said what up." Like, you know, yeah, yeah, Seth yeah. Green. And then they wow. just get into a fucking brawl. Yeah, like, oh, no, I love that. That's the one where he has his own masseuse, and the, oh, and the masseuse kind of gets like the wrong vibe. Yeah, of, of Johnny. Yeah, and yeah, he comes yeah. Back, he's like, "You want?" I'm, he comes back with this coconut butter. He's gonna have him rub on his back, and the Ken's all naked in his bed. He's like, "What the fuck are you doing, Ken?" He's like, "He's like, I don't know, man. I've never." <laughs> ever felt these kind of <laughs> things for a man but fuck it it is vegas right and he's like he just walks the fuck out <laughs> <laughs> uh, at johnny drama yeah, hey dude. kevin dylan if you're hearing this we man. love you man right right but, it's funny because look we're all picturing a different scene that drama's like in yeah. and we could all picture him saying it and we're dying laughing yeah and it's dude, just, i'm telling you it's he's so fucking like, good man love he's so have, good like, coffee with him yeah and just like just talk movies and you know. yeah. Where's E from? E had another show. I've, I'm I'm having a you brain know, fart. He's a he was in Leonardo DiCaprio's crew with um the like Pussy he, Squad or something like that. Yeah, right. with a homeboy who played Spider Man. Toby Maguire. Toby Maguire. No, but E had a together. show like in the '90s. Kevin Connolly. I forgot the name of the show. Hey, you know, Kevin Connolly was like a it was like in a Disney movie. I forgot which one it was, but he was in a Disney movie. I don't know. I just know he was Back in. He's in just day. not that into you, and that's it. Funny story. I've seen three ac- uh, actors from 
from Entourage. I've seen Ari Gold like five times. Jeremy Piven. Hate. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. Jeremy Piven hates it when you call him Ari. He'll literally call <laughs> you out. I've he hates Vincent, that that's always going to be known for. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I've seen that's Vincent Chase at Universal Studios City Walk. I, I literally like was trying to chase him down, but then I'm like, dude, I, he seemed like he was in no a pun rush. intended. You know, right. so yeah, <laughs> right. Um, and then I've seen Turtle, uh, with, with Leonardo DiCaprio, because like when you said he's, he's his crew, because they're like, best. oh no, Kevin Connolly was in Leo's crew. Yeah, yeah, I've seen yeah, yeah. I've seen Kevin Connolly uh, or you know, uh, Murphy, E, Mur- e? e Eric e, Murphy. Yeah. Uh, I've seen him with like Leonardo DiCaprio uh, when I was working in an event one time. Oh, nice. And, uh, and that's when I knew, like, yeah, their childhood or like they yeah go back. they came up together in the they 90s. came up together. Yeah, you know? interesting. So, so yeah. let's go. I've seen like three, you know, cast members. Uh, All of them the will forever be known for that show. Like forever. Jerry Ferrara, he's Turtle. Jeremy Piven, he's Ari. Hey, fat Turtle or Skinny Turtle? I like both Turtles. Fat Turtle was more like laid mm. back. You know, <laughs> like he knew he didn't have anything going for him in his life. But fuck it. He was one of Vince's friends and he and was then blessed Avion. to be there. He lived in the moment. Older, more sophisticated uh turtle i like him too because like he just has confidence now and you know he's a little more he's not as like just a, he's not just like that dumbass friend that's always cracking jokes he actually has an opinion about things wasting which, money yeah mm-hmm. you know and wasting money and acting like a child like oh vinny can i get this can i get this can i get this like nah like bro yeah. the, I, I still remember when johnny dropped he wants to get the knee surge like the 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 surgery oh, for his knees the, no no for for his uh, his or, calves or his, uh, his calves, calves. calves. Yeah. right 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 that was hilarious like yeah. we need like ten grand for uh, <laughs> for <laughs> cat for calf implants and <laughs> and then like they go to a party that night and then like uh, Johnny keeps staring at this dude's calves who's like a UFC fighter oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. what's that <clears throat> I don't know his I name forgot. and he yeah. and he looks at him and he's like he's like hey man like why you keep staring he's like your calves bro tell me are they real (laughs) (laughs) he's like he's like what are you fucking stupid he's like because i'm not buying it man and then a girl with like big titties walks by hers neither (laughs) hers neither yeah he's just so funny and i love uh i also love another (laughs) liner where he says where where uh they're trying to see who could fuck a who could have unemotional sex first either turtle or e and e doesn't want to do it and it's a competition he's like no i'm not gonna do that to a girl and like, why not? He's like, because it's mean. And then Johnny's like, no, 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 no. Mean is when I made <laughs> Jessica Mancini ride her bike home after I ass fucked her. Oh, uh, dude, yes. I remember that. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the, just the greatest fucking. Oh, my bro. God, bro. <laughs> I, lo- I love, bro. Johnny's one-liners, like, they're so hilarious, man. Like. He's the goat, and I know they worried it's about so the funny, man. Uh, how Turtle and and Johnny were like friends, because you, you know like they hanged out a lot. And the writer was worried that Johnny was so much older than Turtle, so they were wondering like if the audience was gonna know like do they because you have this high school kid because Turtle looks super young, right? Right. When it right. got started, and Johnny yeah. was like older. Like, how was this? How are people gonna believe this relationship between this young kid and this old guy? You know, but really it just worked out perfectly. Like everyone got along, and that's yeah. why. Everyone brought something different to the table, which was super like it was family. You know what I'm saying? So and then when they go back to New York and and just oh, my God. But like, yeah, Johnny with his one liners, Turtle. And but also I think Ari, though, Ari is an important character because without him, a lot of things would have fallen apart. Like he saved he believed in his boy. uh, 
the pretty boy. What's oh my Vincent, god? Vincent, Vince, Vince, yeah, because he's Ugh. the the Mentos guy, remember, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Find him on a Mentos commercial. Yeah, commercial. Yeah, yeah. And so he believes in Vincent so much for this. Like he treats him almost like kind of like a son, you know. So it's from, great, man. And he has like you know from all his clients and even when he was like starting his own company, like he wanted because I think there was a, a part where like Vincent wanted out. He wanted to get represented by that baddie chick. Ooh, Amanda. Oh, the sexy. Amanda. Yeah. Amanda, yeah. I don't and know. Like, I gotta look at her know, name. I, I she's so just, sexy. Yeah, she's fucking hot, dude. Wait, did he bang her? Yeah. Carla Cugino, I think that's who it yeah. Maybe. That's her name. Yeah. She's so, sexy, so bad, dog. So bad. Yeah. But, yeah, overall, <clears throat> e- but even yeah. even if you're a woman, it's still a good show. Mm-hmm. Um, or it's still an attractive show to watch because I, I, I watched it with my girlfriend and she enjoyed it. Um. She didn't enjoy everything about it. She didn't enjoy it as much as I did, but she did enjoy like the show for itself. She loved Ari's character. She she enjoyed like you know the relationship dynamic between Sloane and 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 E and then Vince and all his numerous like you know girlfriends. Numerous. So it, you don't have to be a guy to enjoy it. It's just that if you are a guy, you're probably gonna enjoy it more just because it's like it's every guy's dream. Mm. It's yeah. every guy's dream to have that kind of lifestyle. Yeah. And we had a, I mean, I remember I had a big ass poster in my room. When I was in college, you know, it's yeah, man. Everyone wants to have nice cars, models, and and you know, just to be doing shit on a Wednesday. I love the Vegas episode. It's like a Wednesday, and they yeah. just decide to go, go to Vegas, Vegas for the night. Fly, yeah. You know what I mean? And it's dope. It's it's everything you want. All right, guys. Well, I think that about wraps it up. I hope you guys enjoyed this conversation as much as we have. Just remember to like, comment, and subscribe. Let us know if these shows are dog shit or (laughs) if they are as good as we claim they are. Shoot us a follow on the official Bonus Room Podcast Instagram, at the Bonus Room Pod. Make sure to follow also me and Santiago. Santiago at Santi. Successful? Successful Santi. Successful (laughs) Santi. And at me, Stefan underscore Lozano. Kev, where can they find you, my, my guy? Uh, well, you can find me at the local strip club <laughs> as soon as it opens. Bouncer. <laughs> uh, but, uh, shit, let me, desire underscore and duty. Yes, sir. Under, well, underscore duty. Yep. What is daily postings of quotes from iconic films of all time? Yeah. My most recent one was Raging Bull. Mm. Nice. nice. Classic. But I gotta just go, fucking, one of the greatest films ever fucking made. Raging Bull, bro. Robert De Niro. Classic. And um, Mr. Time Flies. Yeah. Uh, you can find me, again, on uh, all social media platforms. Just Time Flies 1289, Instagram, Twitter. Um, you can also catch me on the website, timestaysflying.bigcartel.com. Uh, got some merch up there, some hoodies, some hats. If you like what you see, support the boy. Boys trying to make it out here. Um, and also, I just wanted to, again, just like every podcast at the end of it, I just want to give a big shout out to all the essential workers out there. We're, they're still out there moving. They're still out there working. And as much as people aren't really quarantining, they should be. But people are still out there risking their lives every day. And, of course, we got to RIP the Black Mamba every hey. single episode. Black Mamba, rest in power, rest in paradise. We love you. We miss you. We'll never forget about you. So, uh, yeah, that's it. And we'll just end the podcast on this one quote. Victory! <laughs> My boy Johnny Drama. That's Baby it. bro. <laughs> Baby Victory, bro. Baby bro. <laughs> <laughs> Viking Quest. <laughs>
Go watch Entourage. <laughs> Change your lives, man. Trust uh, me. Yo, I'm yes. going to rewatch that shit starting just, just watch tomorrow, dog. If you're going to watch any of the shows we mentioned, just watch Entourage. That's yeah, if that was it, if you had to choose yeah, one. Yeah, if you had to choose one. Yeah. Just for Johnny drama. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, we want to thank you once again for listening. And that about wraps it up. Peace out, y'all. Peace out. Good night. Peace. Peace.